Bodybuilding Nerds, Bodybuilding Nerds, Unite! You are listening to Bodybuilding Nerds Radio. Just a couple of nerds who love all things bodybuilding related. This show is this brought, show to, you brought by to you by BoardNutrition.com, BestBarEver.com, PureRaw.co, HPHPower, and M4B.is. I am your host, BJ Puri, and with me as always is Scott McNally. Scott, how you doing? Just kidding. No Scott this week. Just me. Uh, I, you might be wondering why. Just me. Well, the fact is, it just didn't work out uh, with our timing um, and being able to, to do this, this show together this week. Scott had some personal stuff come up, and uh, I committed to one more. I wanted to do just the one more, and um, it's okay. You know, it's, it's only fitting. Um, I started this, this. This was my idea to, to begin with anyways. You know, it's only fitting that I, uh, that, that I put out the final one by myself. You know what I mean? It's, it's, up, to, it's up to me now. So if this is a huge failure, then, um, well, shit, I guess so. we're, we're, we're shooting par, right? right? Up to snuff with everything. Um, so you might be asking, why? Why has why this Bodybuilding Nerds radio train come to an end? Why? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Because journeys have a beginning and an end. And the beginning and the end really aren't that fun. But the journey itself... Now that's that's where the fun is, isn't it? And I had a fun time, man. I had a really good time. Me and Scott, we're, we had a wonderful time together. And we're still friends. Everything's fine. There's no drama or anything. What it is, is that uh, I come to many, many realizations, man. We've been doing this for six and a half, almost seven years. And I come to many, many re- uh, realizations that like people evolve over time. And, you know... We started, we started this thing because it was a fun project, you know, a, a project we could do together and, you know, you could hang out and, in, uh, in, you know, it was a fun, fun time for sure. But I grew to like the in-between stuff more. <laughs> I got to, uh, I, gr- I grew to liking the stuff that we would, that we would hop on, just talk. And then I call it the in-betweener stuff, the beginning, the middle, and then the end. We would we would break for commercial. We'd have a fun time, and then back to back to work, and then uh, and then when we end the show, we'd still be talking about fun stuff. And that honestly, that's the funnest part to me. And I had this realization because, and you know what? You can blame you can blame the end of the show completely on Scott McNally. You can just point a finger at him. It's all his fault. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, one day I was having a hard time, and. Uh, he reached out to me. I don't know. He must have. He must have felt it, you know, through through our our, uh, our uh, heterosexual connection that we have, you know. <laughs> and uh, he called me, and uh, we had a nice conversation. Um, we talked for like an hour, maybe more. I don't know. It was like bodybuilding nerds radio all over again. And I, I hung up the phone with him, and I was like, I started to feel really good. I wasn't feeling heavy anymore. I felt really good, and then I remembered. That this is what it's all about, you know. It was it's the, the the communication, the talking, the being real with each other, and just having a friendship. You don't need to do that on the radio. You don't need to do that on a podcast. You can do that in fucking real life. And I realized, holy shit, what I what I wanted is staring right there in the face, in my face this whole time. And uh, and I just I guess I recognize that. 
And it's like, um, uh, you know, the, t- the t- time has come for me. When I when we when we started this thing, I made a promise to myself that hey, I wasn't gonna keep doing this if it wasn't fun anymore. You know, and it's not that it didn't ever stop being fun. It just became less fun than the other stuff, the in between stuff <laughs> for me. Um, in addition, this, this world has gotten pretty fucking chaotic and crazy. And to be honest with the way that I'm evolving, the world is changing. I just don't want my opinion out there anymore. Even if it's bodybuilding related, you know, real life seeps in and it's just discomfort, this discomforting, you know? And, um, I just don't want my opinion out there anymore. It's just you know, what I want moving forward, what'll make me comfortable moving forward in this crazy, crazy world. So, you know, I don't, I don't need a podcast to be me, to be myself, to be VJ Peary, you know? Um, and, uh, the friendship between Scott McNally and VJ Peary endures and moves on and evolves into something hopefully even better. You know what? Um, and, and you know what? Thirdly, this is the third reason why. Why, why this train must come to an end. <laughs> is this computer stuff fucking kills me. I hate this computer stuff. I don't want to do it anymore. And once I realize that, hey, the writing's on the wall with this fucking computer anyways. <laughs> this thing is... This thing's a 2012 model, I think. And these things have like a half-life of like, I don't know, 18 days. What I don't know what it is now. And uh, this thing is a relic. This thing's about to die any minute now, and I don't want to go and deal with all the more computer stuff and then dive in further into the world of more computer stuff. Man, I am done with the computer stuff. And the, if I never have to edit another podcast again, uh, it'll be too soon. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I said that right. Um, but the take home message is I hate it. I don't want to do that shit anymore. Um, this shit anymore. <laughs> this is this this ending, this book end for Bodybuilding Nerds Radio is great and it is fun. It's still fun right now because this is you know harnessing the end of the journey. And I gotta I gotta give a shout out. All right, shout out to all of our listeners who ever stuck with us over the past six and a half, almost seven years. I don't know if the math is right there, but I can tell you it was at least six six years. <laughs> 2014, I believe, is when we started. And then we've had, you know, there's in the world of, of podcasting, it's mostly chaos. Okay. The, what's what's going to go wrong to this time? And if it works out, boy, that's a good day in the world of podcasting because it's a world, like I said, world of chaos. <laughs> not much, not, not a whole lot different, actually, than our actual world that we live in, the actual material world. Also, chaos. So, but those are the reasons. That's it. You know, there, there's no, you know, I'm, you know, let me, let me start off by saying, first of all, I'm a man. And if I decide that, that I want to stop doing something, then, you know, the respect should be given with that choice, you know, regardless, regardless of any, any emotional ties that might be, you know, conjured. The, the fact is, this isn't, this is just a podcast and it was a fun, fun podcast. It still is a fun podcast. And God damn it. I just appreciate this shit out of all of our listeners that actually stuck with us for that for as long as you did. I can't believe it. I can't. I just can't. And and that's part of the fun. That's part of the journey. And that's part of what I enjoy. And um, I'll, I'll miss 
uh, talking subliminally, subliminally <laughs> to all the listeners out there. But uh, life goes on. And hey, lines of communication are still open. You know what I mean? You can still email if you want. DC at yahoo.com. It's the, it's the same uh, same lines of communication that are open for Cairo Corner and stuff. Uh, or shout outs or whatever it is. Whatever it was. Um, just know that I had a good time. And we had a good time. And we have a good time together. And we're going to continue having a good time together. Because that's what people do. You know what I mean? Also, in addition, I want to say something. Nobody gets to exit the podcasting world on their own terms. It, it is a very very luxurious thing to be able to start to finish bookend here's your book bodybuilding nerds radio it's not very good look through it the pictures are pretty good you know what i mean nobody gets to do that in the podcasting world and it it is a privilege it is a privilege even to be here today to talk to you i'm sorry scott couldn't make it but he does have a lot of stuff going on and god damn it i committed to thursdays you know what Moving forward with Thursdays is going to be date day with my wife. So I am actually looking forward to moving forward to Thursdays now. So Bodybuilding Nerds Radio, that, you know, the train comes to an end. The two conductors get off. And, uh, you know, I, I, I go off into the sunset with my uh, super hot wife. And uh, it's been Thursdays, that which would normally be recording day with my friend Scott McNally. I get to spend those uh, with my wife on a date day. And I'm looking forward to it, man. I am. I really am. (laughs) That said, this is still a fucking show, all right? This is not memoirs of VJ Puri and Scott McNally. You know what I'm saying, Scott McNally? Still not there. He'll show up. He'll show up sooner or later. Um, So, yeah, anyhow, shout-outs. Shout-outs to our listeners. That's that's shout-out time for, uh, for all you guys. You deserve it. Many, many a thumbs up and hearts and whatever emojis you like. Um, supplement review time. It is supplement review time. Because in in this final Bodybuilding Nerds Radio episode, you know, this is a nice, like I said, I probably I keep saying over and over again, it was a fucking hell of a journey. And within that, within the journey, there's a sub-journeys of discovering things about your bodybuilding lifestyle, things about foods that work, things about nutrition, micronutrients, blah, 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 blah. And uh, one of the things that I wanted to re-review for us is probably uh, something that we reviewed (laughs) as a team, as a a team effort on on like episode one or two, as terrible as that is. This is episode 299, by the way. So that's many, many episodes ago. (laughs) 299, the ending. This is the end. Bodybuilding Nerds Radio. We hope you've enjoyed the ride. Don't trip on the way off the train, please. Platform is far. Um, creatine monohydrate. So creatine monohydrate. When I first started the show, um, all my experience essentially was as a natty bodybuilding bodybuilder, um, and in that time. Uh, I praise creatine monohydrate. It's you know is the best the best thing a natty could do uh, to volumize. If you responded to it, that is, if you responded to it, you your body would let you know, and uh, it would either be a, a make it or break it supplement for you. So you know who you are. 
And you know, if creatine monohydrate is going to be good for you that way. For me personally, it was. I loved it. It was. It was a natty's, natty's, uh, you know, uh, uh, gateway into the, into actual gear. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, as uh, as I've been on TRT the many years now, and uh, and cycled or tried different things here and there, cycles just never worked out for me. Well, not, not another one of my bodybuilding life lessons, but uh, TRT. It was. It's always been the best for me. Just keeping things pretty normal and continuing, continuing to train, continuing to eat, and there's you know progress, man. Consistency. It's in the, proof is in the pudding, as they say. But my views on crazy monohydrate kind of changed a little bit because um, as I've over the past probably four four years or so, I have to say that supplementing with creatine monohydrate hasn't been um, as beneficial. Um, sometimes, sometimes detrimental actually. So as, as a guy who's on gear, as TRT is gear, so whatever, the guy who's on gear, um, I've always read in the science and I've always thought, you know, as a natty that guys that are on gear or cycling or whatever are already producing their high uh, output of creatine monohydrate. That's just one of the, one of the, one of the, you know, uh, the biofeedback loops of androgen receptor binding to uh, whatever the fuck, <laughs> whatever the science is. It's essentially, the RNA RNA is uh, uh, is spitting out all kinds of different proteins. Um, DNA is directing that, and androgen receptor sits on the on the on the outside of the uh, what is it, the nucleus, and you know demands certain things of the DNA, demands certain things of the RNA. And one of those things, other than protein synthesis, is you know up 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 regulation of creatine monohydrate or more production of creatine monohydrate naturally because we produce it naturally. And um, I think there is a thing where you know where if you're on gear, perhaps creatine monohydrate is going to do nothing for you, or it can do um, bad stuff for you at like in the form of cramping and stuff. So I always remember Skip Skip Hill. Uh, legendary, legendary Skip Hill uh, talk about um, you know hate his hate for creatine monohydrate, and I think it's because he just never did it as a natty. You know, I think most people, if they try it as a natty, they figure it. They figure it out it, it, for the most part. If if you are, a, you know, if you are attuned to weightlifting and you have some muscle naturally and you progress quickly in the gym, <clears throat> get stronger faster. The chances are, you know, you're going to respond naturally to higher amounts of creatine monohydrate. I think it's very highly genetic thing, you know. Um, but if you've been on gear and you started on gear, I think like like uh, you know a lot of old school bodybuilders have that you know it, they they'll take the creatine and be like, ah, this does nothing for me. I had better pumps with Deca, a hundred milligrams of Deca, and five milligrams of Anavar a day, and it's true they probably did. <laughs> so. Um, so my final, I guess my, my, my evolved thoughts over these many years of Bodybuilding Nerds Radio and Scott McNally. You there? No? I got to say that um, I got to give a creatine monohydrate in this point in my life. I got to give it a thumbs down. It's not helping me, man. I don't, I, like, I don't last as long between, uh, during the set. I, I'll reach like a cramping before I actually get to a pump, you know? Um, and how I realized it is that I just cut it out for a while, <laughs> just cut it out for a long time. And, um, as long as my nutrition was up and I was training consistently, my pumps without it are f- far superior. 
So there's a little there's a little supplement review for you, or a supplement re-review, if you will. Um, we got topics. We got we definitely have topics this week. Fired out, fired out, topics. man. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, Scott McNally. Uh, okay, first of all, seeing as how this is the fi- finale, this is the uh, the bookend here of the Bodybuilding Nerds Radio textbook. That's three ninety five on Amazon.ca. It's like nothing, right? It's like twenty cents U.S. Um, a life lesson, uh, bodybuilding life lessons. You know, just just things that I can um, things that I can uh, wrap up with a bow for you, the listening audience, and just give it to you um, as uh, as words of uh, uh, pseudo wisdom. I don't know. I don't even have a long gray beard yet. I, I can't even say that I'm wise about anything. You know, one day. Uh, one day I'll be say I'll be able to say that, but I can give you my fucking you know twenty seven year. Hold on, twenty seven. I'm forty two. Here's forty. I'm gonna, I'm doing calculations right now on my uh, on my little iPhone calculator here. All right, forty two minus fifteen. I started training when I was fifteen. It's fucking twenty seven years. That's twenty seven years straight of training. I took a week off. And even during the first phase of that pandemic, I was still working out. You know, it just wasn't training. <laughs> it was, wasn't that heavy. Still working out. Um, for, yeah, 20, man, 27 years straight, one week. One week off altogether. I remember taking off. And that, that has not dedication. That's my choice of lifestyle that I chose long, 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 long ago because I wanted to look like the Hulk, like Lou Ferrigno. And I wanted to have biceps like Arnold. Hardly any of that has come true to this day. But man, it was if I could do it all over again, I would do it all the fucking same. I can tell you that right now. So the bodybuilding journey doesn't end here. Just Bodybuilding Nerds Radio. The train. Bodybuilding continues because it's a part of who you are. It should be. It should be as second nature if you love it. If if you are, you consider yourself a bodybuilder. And this shit is, it, it will be second nature to you as easy as taking a shower you know three four times a week or taking a dump every day whatever your biological function for you a love is a love and you keep it around because you love it now you can fall out of love with stuff that's that's for damn sure but um uh, this journey's not over yet this bodybuilding journey for me doesn't know it's not gonna be over until i lose like a couple of limbs and even then, I'm still going to do a curl, you know, if I can. <laughs> a leg curl or a bicep curl. Something. Curl up my fucking torso. I got to figure something out. So, you know, let's, let's, let's talk. Let's talk bodybuilding life lessons here. Something I can impart to you, my beautiful, beautiful listeners out there. Our beautiful, beautiful listeners out there. Um, evolve. You will evolve one way or another. The longer you're in the in this fucking life, okay? As longer as long as you're alive, you're gonna evolve. But you can you can boil it down to just bodybuilding. As long as you are bodybuilding, you're committed, you will evolve from from half decade to the next half decade to the next half decade. Every five years is gonna be a little bit different than the previous five years. And it's gonna ebb and it's gonna flow. And that's frequency. Frequency goes up and down. If you were to draw it on paper, frequency 
if you were to draw frequency, it would look like a wave line going up and down, up and down across the paper. That's life. That's bodybuilding too. Ebbs and flows. It's the, it's the one thing you can you can take and, and, and you can always believe in. And once you know that, you don't have to worry about not hitting your 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 max out weight this week or or not not reaching your 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 best squat ever after training for it for so long you know it's like the road doesn't end there man it keeps going you have another shot you can do it again you can try squatting again there's always next week you know time is not on your side no of course but where there's a will there's a way as long as you're under 40 <laughs> it's true Nobody in their 40s has ever said, I'm the strongest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, if you just started training fucking yesterday, then yeah, I can see you being the strongest you've ever been. But if you were already training for 25 plus years, I believe the strongest might be behind you. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know. It's not an exponential journey. You don't just get stronger by the year. Fuck. If that were, I'd be benching 2,000 pounds today. It doesn't work that way, man. It's not time in equals, you know, gains acquired <laughs> strength-wise. Muscle-wise, yeah, that's different. Muscle-wise, metabolically, that's a different game. But strength-wise, come on, man. Come on, man. It all depends on your time investment, 100%. Because a guy who's 65 years old, never touched the weight, starts training, he can easily say, this is the strongest I've ever been. Today, I just started training. And he's probably right. And tomorrow, he'll be even stronger. And so on and so forth. Up to a point. You know what I mean? That time, that time will get you. So evolve and listen to your body. You know, as you change, you got to listen to your body. You can't, if you were squatting 405 for 5 to 10 uh, 15 years ago you know don't expect to keep doing you're not going to be squatting six plus seven <laughs> strength doesn't you got to listen to your body in the end you are a bodybuilder all right you're not a strength builder you're a bodybuilder you, you you are you are you want more muscle less fat that's all you ever strive for you eat that way you live that way you starve that way you train that way you want more muscle less fat always there is no goal the the goal is always to have more muscle or and to have less fat that's the that's the bodybuilding lifestyle that is the the way you are but you got to work you got to listen to what your body's telling you you know if you're getting stronger you got to follow that strength curve if you're getting weaker you got to follow that strength weakening curve the downward curve but you got to follow it through and you can't get discouraged because, hey, it ebbs and flows. Nothing works forever. Nothing works forever. Also, when you say when I say nothing works forever, I can you can you can use that terminology or that um, that outlook uh, towards nutrition. You can use that towards uh, anabolics uh, or, or, or peptide hormones or whatever it is. Nothing works forever. Sometimes it works better. Sometimes it works worse. <laughs> it just changes. And that's why it's important to uh, try to figure out what works for you now so you'll know, you'll have an idea at least what may or may not work for you moving forward. And, and, and then 10 years in the future, what may or may not happen, you know. 
it is a tough game. And, and, and you can't just, I guess, like, you, you can't really just put a bow on it and just hand it, hand it out. For you. It's a time investment, and uh, you learn because of the time that you put in, unfortunately. it's It really is hard to impart. It's just words. They don't carry any meaning unless you've had the time investment in as well. So, um, here's another bodybuilding topic. All right, that we can we can uh, we can we can talk about here. You, you, you know, personal goals versus you know. I, I guess I don't really know how to how to, how to say it, but I had, um, just be aware of your internet persona because there's a duality that happens now. Or it has been happening basically since 2012. You know, Facebook went crazy. And there's a duality now more than ever. It's just seeded into into bodybuilding. I'll just use bodybuilding and not use anything else as it. But there's a reason why you see so many um, Instagram bodybuilders or Facebook bodybuilders now more than ever. And um, it's the duality between your real life and your internet persona. Hey, things may not be so great in the real world, but hey, that internet persona, that's a good time. You know, that's the best of times right there. That's everyone's pictures. So something I was thinking about is that, you know, your your internet value is about as valuable as what you did 15 minutes ago. That's your that's who your internet persona is. That sucks, right? <laughs> no, no bonds can truly be made. With, with uh, constraints like that, unfortunately, and that's and that's that's probably my problem with bodybuilding and and social media. It's a it is a different um, it's it's a different beast. It's grown into and and of course things are going to grow and things are going to change and you know worlds are fractal fractals they they grow off of each other in different directions you know and bodybuilding is no different you know. If you if you if you if you talk to a young bodybuilder today and 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 tell them about how uh, how um, you know uh, fuck Haney Haney was making you know a couple hundred thousand dollars from Weeder every year just to be a professional bodybuilder back in eighty six eighty seven they would they would look at you like you were crazy like how when how could you do that. <laughs> And it was a different time, man. It was a different fucking universe of bodybuilding. Now is a different beast altogether. I don't know if it's better. I don't know if it's worse. I can tell you that it will divide your personality into the real world and then into your internet persona. I remember starting to feel that way when I had Instagram, my Instagram account and Facebook. And when I realized that, it grossed me the fuck out. It grossed me out so bad, man. I, I wanted to delete the world of the internet altogether and try to figure out who the person was again. Well, I always knew, and I didn't forget, but I didn't like the duality, that's for sure. I didn't like the idea of slipping into one one way or the other. No, no thanks. Um, you know, a person a person should not get slighted into thinking that who they are is who they are online you know that's that's an unfortunate thing with with bodybuilding too and i think that the most successful of of all the bodybuilders you're going to see moving forward are going to be the ones that are genuinely who they are no matter what and that's been the case 
you're always going to follow the person that's not fake. Because fakeness, it comes off ugly, man. It doesn't come off very nice at all. Um, something I want to talk about real quick was I just reminded myself um, when I when I, I have notes for this show. I have to have notes. Even with Scott McDowell here, I have to have notes because I got to keep us on a schedule. <laughs> so this note just reminded me. And the quote is, uh, a person should not get slighted into thinking that who they are is who they are online. And that relates to uh, narcissism. Bodybuilding is highly narcissistic. That's not a negative. That's not a positive. That's just the definition of the word. The definition of the word is extremely self-centered with an exaggerated sense of self-importance marked by or characteristic of excessive admiration or infatuation with oneself. I don't really think bodybuilding's necessarily in the sense narcissistic that way. Um, yet we're obsessed with me of, of maintaining or reaching a look because it's a physical goal. Um, and having a goal is not a bad thing ever. The word's got a, a pretty negative, negative connotation. And let me just, I know, I know I'm going kind of off tangent here, but I'm going to wrap it right back around bodybuilding. I'll tell you why, okay? Because the term, when you look at word etymology, that's the study of the word, narcissism comes from a Greek myth about a guy named Narcissus or, a, or a, an entity named Narcissus, uh, a handsome Greek youth who, according to Ovid, rejected the desperate advances of the nymph Echo. This caused Narcissus to fall in love with his own reflection in a pool of water. I just read that off the internet, if you couldn't tell. That's that's what Wikipedia says. So that's the root of the word. But when you study that a little bit more, you understand that this guy is, uh, you know, rejecting the advances of, of an entity. He doesn't know who this person is. I don't want to have sex with you. I don't even know who you are, you know? You could call that rape. I'm protecting myself at the moment. You know, I don't give a shit how hot you are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that is called uh, self-preservation. Um, uh, Narcissism is part of humanity. Narcissism is self-preservation. If you don't self-love, then you have no reason to be. And the same thing goes with, with bodybuilding. If you don't love your goals and, 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 and love your body to a certain degree, man, you're just not going to make it. You're not going to make it in the world, first of all, but you're not going to make it in bodybuilding either. To an extent, every bodybuilder has to think they're the fucking best bodybuilder ever. Otherwise, they stop trying. It's, 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 a biological, uh, uh, it's biological self-preservation. Narcissism is extremely important, <laughs> unfortunately. It has a bad connotation because of all these weird fucking myths and stuff. And the and the and the, the twisting of its meaning, the twisting of the word around, but narcissism is a self-preservation uh, function of the human body and our psychology. We have to believe in ourselves. We have to think that we can do these things. Otherwise, we stop trying. We give up, and you lose your fucking soul. You know what I mean? You can't be a soulless bodybuilder. Nobody likes that guy. You know. So. That's something, something to think about. Some, some, some BNR topics for you. Um, you know what? BNR, a quick, a quick one in closing. Um, bodybuilding roots, and I guess you could tie this back over to narcissism and stuff. Narcissism, sorry, and the narcissistic uh, habits, perhaps, of bodybuilding. Um, but in terms of self-preservation, remember where you come from. Remember your bodybuilding roots. Unfortunately, if your bodybuilding roots are in 
the internet world. And that's where you rooted them. That's where they'll die too, man. You know? Or that's where they'll grow. That's where they, But that's where they will certainly die. I like the real world where I have control of my own bodybuilding, my own habits. And I've planted my roots in the fucking real world for 27 years. <laughs> so I'm going to keep saying it because it sounds like a long time. I remember being 27 years old and thinking, holy shit, I'm almost 30, you know, kind of old. Well, factor that in if you were training since birth and you were 27, you know, it's a lifetime of training to, to that person at that point. <laughs> so I know I'll keep saying it. I'll stop saying it. Fuck. <sighs> Anyways, what was I saying? Remember your roots. Remember what you fell in love with about bodybuilding to begin with. And you'll never lose course. You'll never lose your course. You'll always be grounded by that thing. Anchored down. Don't lose your fucking anchor. And if you're a bodybuilder who planted your roots in this real world, and you're trying to replant your roots into the duality world, into the uh, social media world, internet world, the internet persona, those roots might not take. Just saying. Something to think about. You know what? Um... That's that's it for um, that's it. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna talk training real quick. I didn't get to that. Scott McNally. How's training? Still not there. One of these times. One of these times he'll he'll respond. But from what I've what I've heard, he's ha- he's had a, a bit of a rough go. Um, but he is feeling better, and his lungs are doing better. His lungs can handle more squats, which is a wonderful thing. Hey, as long as you can squat, I think you'll make it. You know. Think you'll beat beat everything as long as you can keep squatting. <laughs> you gotta squat. You don't have to squat heavy. Just do the fucking squat itself, the motion. That's hard. It's hard to do all on its own. You don't need the weight. I mean, strong people do, but uh, everyone can squat. It's something everybody can do. Um, what was I saying? Oh, training. Yeah, training. Um, training is is going. I'm moving to, and it should be this way, shouldn't it? Huh? Because we were talking about bodybuilding evolution and evolving as a person. Well, training is no different. I'm finding myself less set to any routines, mostly because I don't know what the fuck day it is anymore. I stay home, lockdowns all the time. I don't know. I fucking can't keep track. Anyways, I have a gym in my own personal gym. I just go to the other room. There's my gym. And so I can train anything. I'm moving more towards instinctual training. The reason being is that I'm finding body parts aren't, they're not having like a sequential, uh, like a healing rate. You know, pecs are taking a little longer these past few weeks to get fully healed versus seems like hamstrings. I can train them two, three times a week or work out with them two, two, three times a week directly. And it's okay. They just don't stay sore. Some parts, uh, I, lately my biceps have been getting sore too, which is kind of cool. I've been, uh, I've been eating more consistently, a lot more protein and, um, all my muscle bellies are getting rounder and rounder. I'm, get, I'm keeping all my fat. However, I seem to be growing back quite a bit of muscle. And by quite a bit, I mean relatively little. But for me, that's that's pretty good. Um, so training is moving towards instinctive stuff based on fucking how I'm healing and how I'm feeling. <laughs> some days some days you wake up, you know you're not going to work out today. You got to do cardio though, you know. You, you chalk it up as cardio day. And then you wait for the next day and you wake up and you say, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, 
Knees feel pretty good. Hips do too. I guess it's lower body day. You know, same thing with the upper body. Give it a good stretch. Say, oh, goddamn, lats are sore. Looks like it's a chest day. Hmm? You know, um, it makes it fun. It does make it fun. But not not everyone can do this. You see, when you've been, I could say it again. Um, don't make me say it again. I've been training for fucking 27 years, man. Straight. All right. <laughs> I know what what my body likes at this point. I know I have the the bodybuilding wisdom and the time investment to be able to predict what what I'm going to be able to viably train what day of the week, whatever it is, um, within a couple days notice, you know. So that's kind of instinct, instinctual. I know my pecs are healing. Probably not today, but tomorrow is going to be pec day, you know. Uh, today is, oh, I think it's quadricep day. I just realized now that I'm sitting here and I can, I, they're full. When they feel full and I get a pump just walking around, I know it's time to do some quads, you know. So they're full of ice cream. I wish. <laughs> So, training is fun. I'm having fun with it. I'm being instinctual. And, um, fuck, man. As long as you're training and you're having fun, that's really all that matters, isn't it? It's, uh, I mean, at this stage for me, personally, in my bodybuilding evolution, that is uh, as, as important as anything else is. Um, I don't need to worry about the um, drastic changes that I have to make to my lifestyle in order to put on muscle. Those days are well behind me. No need for that anymore, you know. It is a nice place to be. It's almost like uh, bodybuilding retirement, but um, where you still look pretty good. You don't look like shit yet, you know. So, <laughs> ride it out. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Maybe, hey, maybe I'll update this in like 10 years. I'll be like, oh, God, look at me. What happened? Where, where's my waist? I can't see my penis anymore. <laughs> This is how the fucking journey ends. Laughing at your own jokes with no with nobody on the other line to laugh with you or at you or not laugh at all in most cases. All right, let's take a commercial break. And then when we get back, we've got uh, just a few podcasts to cover. Growth hormone used to be really expensive. And... Well, I guess if you're getting pharmacy-grade growth hormone, then yes, it still is <laughs> really expensive. You go to the pharmacy, you're going to spend like a good $1,200, maybe $2,000 every month. Well, for a lot of us, that's just not going to be an option. But there are some solid, legitimate, cost-effective generics out on the market today. The key is knowing who to trust. And that's what we're here to talk about today. I'm going to tell you a little bit about HGH Power. First of all, he's been in the industry now for over a decade. Vij and I first found him about seven years ago now, and his products have been consistent since that first time. So if you're looking for the added recovery, the help with fat loss, and improving muscle mass, drop him an email and tell him that Bodybuilding Nerds sent you. That's hdhpowerinfo at gmail.com. Bodybuilding Nerds Radio would like to welcome new sponsor, ForgedNutrition.com. Forged Nutrition is a Louisiana-based sports supplement company focused on helping you build your best life. Become your own hero. Check out their current line of supplements. Hero Advanced Amino Acid Pro Formula. That's an essential amino acid product, not some shitty branch chain amino acid product. Skin Advanced Weight Loss Support. This stuff is crazy strong. I can only take one pill. Overcharge Advanced Pre-Workout Catalyst. This stuff is on the money. 
Icon Advanced Testosterone Support Formula. If you're a natty and you've got low testosterone, this could help. Or if you're looking for a great natural PCT type product, ForgeNutrition.com. Become your own hero. Use code BNR for some sweet savings. Hey, what's up, guys? Check out our sponsor, PureRaws.co. I used to say, you know, check them out for their research chems and peptides, but I feel like they've got so much more than that. They've got, you know, like every SARM under the sun, which, you know, I'm not a big fan of SARMs, but if you want to experiment, I know they have quality products. Then they have a bunch of things that are like all letters and numbers. They've got your BPCs, your CJCs, your your MK677s, things like CBD and CBG and CBN. Plus, they have uh, cycle ancillaries and your PCT meds. Plus, like a bunch of weird random things like mushrooms, cordyceps mushrooms, and a bunch of other stuff. Just check them out. They really do have a ton of interesting products. They have fast service, high-quality products, and you can get a discount by listening to our show. You could use our code NERDS. That will get you an additional 10% off of your order. That's pureraws.co. That's Raws spelled with a Z, and use our code NERDS. Hey everyone, Scott Stevenson here. My new book, Be Your Own Bodybuilding Coach, is out. You can get it at byobbcoach.com as well as Amazon and Barnes & Noble internationally. Shop m4b.is for all your super supplemental needs. You know the ones I'm talking about. Use code BNR for some sweet savings. We are back from commercial break. We. Are you there? No. No, still me. Okay, I am back from commercial break and uh, got some podcasts. A couple of podcasts. Just the, f- the, the last of the podcasts. <laughs> I will not listen to another fucking bodybuilding podcast ever. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Although I will say, moving forward, I mean... Think big is, I mean, there's nothing really better. I like legends for a different reason altogether. But, I mean, I'm friends with fucking Scott McNally. What else, what else am I going to listen to? Realistically, that's any good. <laughs> it just doesn't work out. I can't be on a podcast like Bodybuilding Nerds Radio and only talk about my friend's podcast anymore. I can't do it. I won't do it anymore. It's all I listen to anyways. You know what I mean? You can't have a podcast about stuff that you're podcasting about that you're only listening to your own podcast <sighs> too much duality man and quadrilaterally is that a word i don't know anyways there are podcasts this week and there will be podcasts every week and we hope that we have turned you or that i have turned you on to some of your favorite faves perhaps hmm? um and stuff that maybe you never want to listen to again you know there are some Good riddance, is what I say. Because, hey, you can't... Hey, 15 minutes. What did I say about 15 minutes ago? You know? About 15 minutes ago. So, think big. Think big. As I was just saying. Think big bodybuilding. Had um, had, had a couple of really good podcasts this week. Drugs and stuff. See, that's... A, listen, what do you need me and Scott for when you've got Scott and... Uh, Scott and uh, Crossland. You know what I mean? It's got the same thing going on. Hell, that show's better anyways. 
and you're actually going to learn something from them. <laughs> Crossland is a fucking wealth, wealth, wealth of information, especially when it comes to you know, drugs and stuff. So good show, obviously talked about all kinds of fun stuff. Let me let me pull up the uh, show notes. Scott McNally is very kind. He likes to put up the uh, the show notes for everybody. So we got um, okay. So they start off with talking about estrogen, estrogen in the body versus estrogen in the brain. Good good discussion there, and they're they're completely right, man. Um, estrogen is a fickle, crazy, crazy hormone. And, and neurologically speaking, I think it's a lot more crazy than testosterone is. Just the things that poor women have to put up with. It's a real, it's a real bitch, you know? Um, but yeah, it, some good discussion there. Um, there was something. <laughs> it gives them a hard time about chips and stuff. You know, I had a question about that, too. I like the French fry talk, personally. Because I always, I was always curious about fish and chips and why you would even eat such a thing um, together. Why would you throw a slab of fish on a pile of potato chips? Yuck! You know what I mean. But when you investigate further and you understand the difference in the cultural um, cultural stuff going on over there, it, it makes a whole lot more sense. Um, fries or chips? Chips or fries? Blah 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 blah. Just I don't care. It all makes me pretty hungry, to be honest with you. Not the fish stuff. Gross. Um, oh, something I wanted to, to talk about. About halfway through in drugs and stuff, to talk about Carterine, Scott and Dave. And uh, neither of them are fans. And um, I, I kind of have to agree. Actually, I kind of have to agree. Um, you know, from, from using it long term and from experimenting with it. Um, the only... Uh, yeah, the only thing I want to say that really benefited was my uh, HDLs versus LDLs. You know, my good cholesterols were, they really flipped things over for those. And I don't know. I don't know if it was necessarily carterine, to be honest with you. Because at the time, I was also eating like, <laughs> you know, a cup of rice and some, some lean ground beef, you know, a day. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you're going to have, uh, and I was taking all my fiber and doing all my probiotics and stuff. So, gut health was not bad so i don't know everything affects your ldls and hdls differently a lot of it's genetics unfortunately so um but yeah carterine i'm not a fan overall man i just don't think and it's, it doesn't scare me it doesn't it doesn't worry me about all like the the bad you know cancer side effects and stuff <laughs> and maybe 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 it'll get me one day i don't know maybe it will but as of right now i'm not really worried about that shit i don't think it's i think it's a bunch of overblown ridiculous stuff um um at the dosages and then relating it to the human dosages um but hey you eat too many oranges and you'll probably get some fucking cancer you know you mega dose anything usually the result is cancer so, don't megadose anything. What are you megadosing for? It's always a bad idea, isn't it? Um, yeah, go, go go check them out, man. Obviously, obviously, drugs and stuff. E- easily probably one of my more favorites at the moment. Uh, it's Just Bodybuilding just came out. It's a Coach's Corner episode. Dusty and Ron, so you can go see what they're up to. Just came out today. Um, Muscle Minds. Muscle Minds came out on Saturday, this past Saturday. And this was one of the better Muscle Minds. And um, I'll tell you why. Because, uh, well, I'm the only one talking. That's that's why I can tell you why. Scott's not here. You there? 
So I'll tell you why. It's the carbs. Carbs matter. He'll give you in-depth explanations as to why it's better to take protein and carbs pre- and post-workout instead of just protein or instead of just carbs or instead of nothing at all. Carbs matter. You, You can just do carbs on their own and you'll get about the same benefit as just doing protein on their own. You know, that's not good. But when you do protein and the carbs together, you know, some, there's, there's some magic that happens there. Isn't, doesn't that blow your mind if you eat protein and carbs together? Somehow they're synergistically affecting one another in the nutrient uptake and the upregulation of certain neurotransmitters and peptide hormone upregulation, blah, 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 thyroid, blah, blah. It just keeps going. Imagine the magic of whole foods. Something, you know, sometimes we only make these, uh, we connect these dots on the final episodes of stuff. So, eat your food, eat your fucking protein and carbs before you work out and after you work out, and you're welcome. That's what you got to know about Muscle Minds. Go check it out. It, the whole thing is great. I mean, if you're into nutrition, nutrient science, <laughs> and, uh, I have a hard time believing you're a bodybuilder if you're not interested in the nutrient science, you know. Um, what's another show that I that I listened to this week that I really liked? That wasn't Think Big Media. Um, oh, I can tell you one that I don't care about is Heavy Muscle Radio. We come to the end of the journey when I highly praised. If you go to episode one of Bodybuilding Nerds Radio, if it, it's still out there anywhere, you're going to hear... How Scott and I praise Heavy Muscle Radios constantly, 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 and they deserved it. They did. Now they're just weird. Now it's just a weird show. I don't know, man. I'll still go to Heavy Muscle Radio uh, for all like the you know the big contest coverage and their content and their like how they take apart physiques and you know tell you what what you're looking at. Uh, Physique by physique, competitor by competitor, nobody's better in the game than Palumbo and Aceto together. They are the fucking best. But that's where it all begins and stops, I think. I stopped having fun, I guess. I guess I stopped having fun listening to Heavy heavy Muscle Radio. Eh, what are you going to do? See? Evolve. That's what you're going to do. Legends. Legends this week. Legends this week was... Excellent. Uh, he had um, he had a fellow by the name of Al Q Gurleon. Al Q A L Q, first name, and just fantastic. Oh, you know what? I've got a podcast going this whole time, and it was it's just bodybuilding. <laughs> I thought there was more noise than usual. <sighs> podcast chaos. Anyways, Al Q Gurley. Gurley is spelled G-U-R-L-E-Y. I know LQ, and I even know how to say his name LQ, because I had the magazines back in 1990 when he turned pro. <laughs> he won the Nationals. And uh, I was like, wow, who is this fucking monster? I could never pronounce his name. I didn't know how. I was like, Alk? Alk? Is it Alk? I wonder how many times he's gotten that in his life, huh? Hey, Alk. You know, it's LQ, right? The U-E is silent. Fuck you. And he's a he's a, a a very wonderful bodybuilder back in the nineties. You you can imagine, you can imagine the talent pool between nineteen ninety and two thousand. That the fucking depth, the f- the field just insane. Um, 
yeah, just an unbelievable bodybuilder. Go check out uh, Instagram, <laughs> not Instagram, Google, Google, Google images of Al Q Gurley, and you'll see, you'll see. I had no idea that he was uh, like a basically an ectomorph. You would never guess that by looking at him. You go, wow, this guy is clearly a mass monster. Um, but apparently he was a real skinny kid. And he wasn't a mass monster at all. He, he won his pro card at 198. You know, he came down from 230. He's one of those genetic phenoms, man, where um, all things align. Weight training, the the response to gear, and the, and the nutrition. All things align for, for people like him. And they that's why they're called elites. <laughs> and back then, it was g- g- damn near impossible to get a pro card in bodybuilding. And... Uh, this kid knocked it out, and he was a very effective pro. He turned he, at his pro debut. He beat some some pretty amazing bodybuilders at the Ironman in um, what, what year was that? At the Ironman in um, fuck, I forgot. But it was his first. I think it was maybe a, no. I, I'm gonna guess it wrong. First, his first pro show. He was beaten by Vince Taylor. Who hasn't been beaten by Vince Taylor? Every bodybuilder. Is he beaten by Vince Taylor? And then he got beat by Robbie Robinson. In all honesty, I saw the pictures from that contest, and uh, I thought Alki was better than Robbie. Robbie wasn't that good at that at that show. I, maybe that was a gift. I don't know, but he, he was very forgettable at that show. Robbie was, especially considering the size and the structure of Alq. He had a very interesting physique. He was almost like mid torso. Like, really thick. Really thick everywhere. But really thick in the abdomen, too, when he was really big. Google the images, man. Great show. You get to hear about the poor bastard. Just like Jean-Pierre Fuchs, he tore both of his patellar tendons at the same time. Not even working out. He was just standing there. He slipped and fell. Tore both fucking patellar tendons. What a, what a horrible, horrible way to go. Nonetheless, that ended his career. So, But you know what? He was done. You could tell from the way he was talking. He was like, these guys are getting to be monsters. And they have to go to more extremes. And fuck this. I'm out of here. Kind of attitude. Bright young man. Or it's not young man. Fuck. He, he what? He's like 18 years older than I am. <laughs> still sounds like a young man. I bet, he's, I bet he's got a good physique still. I don't know if he's training or anything. He didn't, he didn't really talk about that. He talked about Paul DeLatte. Always like a good Paul DeLatte story. He was impressed, highly impressed with Paul Dillette and how big, tall, everything was a true monster. So I'm sure that had something to do with him being like, fuck this, I'm out of here. <laughs> Dillette. Oh, man. What else did I listen to? Um, Rough Rug and Raw is back. They had, since our last bodybuilding radio, bodybuildingers radio show, there's been like two, two more, two more Rough Rug and Raw podcasts. And you know what? They are wonderful. They are. They're good folk, and they're, um, they, they, they do love bodybuilding. And you're going to learn some fun stuff, but it is the rough, rugged, rough, rugged, and raw show. It's not all bodybuilding related. When they do did the bodybuilding stuff, they got my ears and stuff. A lot of times, relationship and life, and honestly, you're going to learn a lot from Mike Davies. A lot. You know why? Because he's old. That means he's got wisdom and lots of it to give you. Give all the listeners all the wisdom. It's important to impart that from a guy like him. So it'll be nice. It'll be nice. You know, it's one of those shows just listen to. I enjoy listening to. And uh, I'm in, I'll tell you what, I'm going to 
really enjoy just being a listener again. I can't wait to just be going back to roots. Going back to roots of what we liked, what we started doing this show for together. What's our love for bodybuilding podcasts? All things bodybuilding. But, you know, we were like, hey, let's do a show about bodybuilding podcasts that we like. (laughs) How ridiculous. No one's going to listen. What happened? You know? What happened? We evolved. That's what happened. And now I'm just listening to the other Scott McNally podcast instead. That's how we evolve. <laughs> and that's a pretty good time to get off the train, I think, too. You know what I mean? Great ride. Comfortable. Fun. You don't want to end on a sad, ugly note or something worse. You know? That's no fun. As a podcaster, you should have the option to, to make your journey your own. And not at the behest of what other what other people are thinking or doing or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know what I mean. I'm just rambling now. I'm so tired. I can't believe I had to do this whole thing by myself. Um, but hey, this is the fun thing. This is the, the this is the final fun thing. <laughs> and I'm still looking forward to it. And it makes me giddy. And I'm gonna have a good time, and you're gonna have a good time. And Scott McNally is going to continue having a good time. You're going to continue supporting him and all the great podcasts and shows and YouTube that he's going to start keep doing because he still loves all this stuff. I like it just fine, but I don't love it no more. You know, but I do. I, I have a feeling that once this bodybuilders radio train stops, that that love for um, listening to, to podcasts again bodybuilding podcast again is really it's going to come back racing i bet you you know just like when you take the one week off training in your 27 fucking years of training i said it again and i don't care because this is the end son this is it this is the final stop you hear it that's the train whistle son and it's coming to an end i want to tell you i love y'all for listening And when I say y'all, I mean my mom's and Scott McNally's mom. That's mostly who's listening. I apologize for all the curse words that may or may not have hurt your feelings. And um, the podcast comes to an end. But bodybuilding continues for each and every one of you. And it is bodybuilding that unites us. Say it with me. Don't say it with me. So corny. But bodybuilding nerds unite. On that note, for Bodybuilding Nerds Radio, Scott McNally, I bid you a goodbye. You guys suck. This makes me want to burn this motherfucker down. Come on, Boogie, let's burn this motherfucker down. Sheesh.